Hey, 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 what's going on there? Podcast land. Matthew Johnson here back with another episode of dementia in black and white. And in this week's episode, we are going to hear from mom again. This time, not her talking so much, but hear from her singing. And then I want to talk a little bit about that. So let's enjoy a lighter version of dementia in black and white. Okay, so this week I want to about this whole singing thing because it is very interesting to me how an individual can not remember various things about what's going on just you know right recently or right presently but can remember the words to a song from 30 years ago very very interesting and not just remember the words to the song but the melody to the song um, you know all of that just comes back or is untouched in the brain and I know there's probably scientists that are studying that maybe there is an answer that I just don't know but as a caregiver I want to encourage you to find out what it is that's still there for your loved one and get them to go there on a regular basis. And so music for us here in this house, it's every day. At least once a day, there's some type of music That is playing. Now, of course, I have a go to YouTube um, channel, I guess. It's certainly a particular YouTube video that's one and a half hours of the best of Motown. And that is without fail, always able to connect with my mother. And I mean, not just change the mood, change the conversation and for the better but actually will get her up and moving and singing and smiling. And so I would just say it is so important to find whatever that is for your loved one, whether it's classical music, the roaring twenties, I don't know, jazz, whatever whatever it is that gets your loved one to bob their head, snap their fingers, maybe tap their feet, find out what that is and introduce it. And once you find something, there's nothing wrong with continuing to try other things, but once you find the thing that works, make sure that that's part of the playlist daily. And then the other thing I would just say here is find something that of course will make your loved one sing but also something that would make your loved one laugh. For some reason, 
brings me so much joy to hear my mother laughing. And now it's usually, you know, just when she's watching, you know, the Cosby show. And I'm noticing that the thing that generates the most laughter for her has to deal with slapstick comedy or physical comedy versus, you know, kind of sarcasm or those types of things, even though I think she does get that still. But certainly when, you know, for example, Bill Cosby, there's one scene where he's dancing with his wife and he's just, you know, kind of dancing crazy and he's flinging her around, jumping up on the couch and all of this. And, you know, of course, that Cosby show is one of the things that I do uh, play for mom on a regular basis. But that particular episode, every time she is just laughing out loud and I'll be, you know, in another room or doing something in the kitchen and just hear her start laughing. And it always makes me smile as well. And so those are the little things that help keep depression at bay, that help keep any negative feelings because this caregiving stuff can easily provide for you some slippery slopes to slip into dark places if you're not careful. And laughter and singing are two things that really help to avoid those slippery slopes. And I just want to share this one thing. And, and what's interesting, of course, with someone with dementia, if you find some funny joke, you can use it every day. They will remember that they just laughed at that joke yesterday, whatever it was. And again, it won't be able to be, you know, long jokes with a setup and a punchline and all that, but just, you know, something funny or physical, probably think along those lines. But I just want to share this one with you that gave my mom a belly laugh. Of course, it won't be funny here because it was just something that happened. But she asked me for a cup of water and I said, that'll be five dollars. And she, you know, made some quick, yeah, whatever. And so I left and I went and got the cup of water. I brought it back to her. She took the water out of my hand and I stood there with my hand out as if I wanted that $5. And she stared at me for about three or four seconds and said, what? And I said, I want my $5. And she just bust out laughing. I mean, loud knee slapping laughter just from that little exchange. And, you know, of course, we both shared a laugh, had a little conversation about that. But that's something I can do every day. When they asked her, what does she want to be when she grows up? And she, you know, made some comment and started laughing. And just these little things, you know, and I know you're probably like, now nah, he's going crazy too. No, I'm just sharing with you the importance of those small moments and how they serve to help me as well, just to hear her laughing and to see her singing and to see her really enjoying life. And that's, I think, what our primary role is as a caregiver. It is not 
to keep them safe. It is not to keep them fed. It is really to seek opportunities for our loved ones to find joy throughout the day. And this is certainly, at least for me and mine, two ways in which that can happen. And so I want to play for you this just one of the Motown uh, videos that, again, every time, without exception, mom gets up and sings along with this. And so with this particular one, again, it's just on my phone. So excuse the audio, not professional quality audio sound. And I am having to literally dance alongside of her because she's moving and dancing and singing at the same time. So, you know, you'll, you might hear some of that movement, but I just want you to really pay attention to the fact that she is pretty much on pitch with the singer here. She is pretty much remembering the words, some of the words she, you know, kind of gets jarbled and sometimes she's ahead of the song a little bit. But for the most part, you can tell this was something from her past that she really enjoys and really it just, you know, is flooding back for her. I don't know the name of this song, but some of you might recognize it, especially if you are, you know, from the old school Motown days. But this is mom. Singing along on a day that just lifts my spirits when I see it. Oh, yeah. starting to just join in and sing along with her there. But just uh, even as I'm listening to that now, it it makes me smile uh, hearing her just enjoying 
the day, enjoying life, essentially. And so what happens after the song sort of dies down, she immediately goes, talks about something that I don't even, I don't even understand what she's talking about, asking about sweaters or something. And I just make an affirmation of what she's saying. And they say they wanted them. No, I think they say you can keep it. Huh? They say you can keep them. I can keep them. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what she's talking about there, but I just say you can keep whatever it is. But then I want you to notice what happens here. This next song comes on, and I'm again just playing around, and I start singing loud. And it really doesn't go over that well for her. There's far too many of you dying. You know you've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. (laughs) So she says to me, you're going to wake up the neighbors with all of that loud singing. So it's interesting with this dementia in particularly, at least the stage where my mother is, I do notice that things can become overstimulated. So where it's just a, you know, kind of a quiet song and she's singing along with it and kind of a quiet voice, that's all good. But if you either turn the music up too loud or you start singing too loud, as I did in that quick example there, she, you know, wants to course correct. And so it just makes me think about the fact that we're here November, just ahead of Thanksgiving. And so some food for thought as far as getting together for the holidays, if it is a tradition that you have a large gathering and your person, your loved one with dementia is going to be in attendance, be mindful that that person could become overstimulated with too many people or too much noise. And so you might want to create some type of safe space around that individual. If there's a part of the house where people can gather and watch the game and scream and yell, and the person with dementia can have some quieter space somewhere, that'll probably be best for the individual. And the same thing in terms of overstimulation when it comes to the food. For Thanksgiving, it's very normal to have eight or ten dishes and pile your plate up with a bunch of food. But for someone with dementia, it might be better to have no more than two or three things on the plate at a time. And if the person, of course, wants more, you can try to give them other things on their next go round or what have you. But to have too much food on the plate could get to be just too much for a person and could Again, just overstimulate them, cause some type of confusion or whatnot. So just be mindful of that as we get into the holiday season. And so I want to close out here just with another rendition from mom. And in this particular song, it's The Temptations and it's My Girl. But do you notice she actually, even though she knows the words of my girl, 
She's singing the song saying, my guy. She's saying, my guy. Let me play that again. She is talking about her guy. And I'm like, mom, you're 80. You don't have a guy. What are you talking about? But she is able to go back in the day and remember that this song is talking about a man referring to his girl and she, you know, don't have, you know, I don't want the people coming after me saying she's not being politically correct, but just for her, her past, that's the way it was. She thought about this song in terms of her guy, not her girl, my girl. So I just thought that was interesting to hear Hair refer to that. Now later in the song, she continues to sing and she sings with the words. And she's dancing, by the way, this whole time. Just and this goes on, by the way. So this video, the Motown, is an hour and a half. And the thing I have to worry about is that she just goes through, stays on the dance floor, quote unquote, the whole time, just snapping her fingers, swaying back and forth. Sometimes, I mean, really getting down with the get down. And I'm worried that she's going to, you know, injure herself, not necessarily from falling, but just going for so long without taking a break. I think that's part of the condition that, you know, it's that know when to shut things down or take a break or take a rest. So I have to be careful about that, but she really, really just enjoys that. And I encourage you to find something to make your loved one laugh and to make your loved one sing And you're not really just doing it for them, but you are also doing it for you. Every week I close the podcast and I say something like take care of yourself, mental and physical. Well, this is a way to take care of yourself mentally. This is a way to have an uplifting, joyous moment in your day. Hearing your loved ones sing and just go back in time. How often is it that we hear a song ourselves and it takes us back, takes us back to a place and a time where makes us smile on the inside. Find a way to provide that opportunity for your loved one and you'll end up finding a way to uplift your day as well. This is Matthew Johnson. This has been Dementia in black and white. Thank you for tuning in this week. Hopefully you have an excellent Thanksgiving and we'll see you again next week with another episode. And until then, take care of yourself, mental and physical. 
so that you'll be able to take care of your loved one. I'm out.